Tracy Zarian, and I am part owner of Zarian Harvesting and also sort of the brainchild behind Harvester. The Harvester community is a group of women that have come together because of social media that draws us together as a community um, relationship builder and sort of somewhat of a knowledge that somebody's got your back, that they understand what you're going through with this industry. This is Engage, a series for women in agribusiness from the Red River Farm Network. The series highlights leadership and career successes of women in agriculture. This podcast is brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Carteva AgriScience, and the North Dakota Grain Growers Association. Now, here's your host, Kara Hart. We're visiting with Tracy Zarian, the founder of Harvest Her and also a custom combiner out of Nebraska. Tracy, thanks for taking time to visit with us today. Thank you for joining us for this Engage podcast. Goodness, I'm honored. This is great. Tell us a little bit more about Harvest Her. How did it begin? Harvest Her began in June of 2016. And a lot of times when things happen, generally they happen for a reason. And I was coming out of a situation that was um, sort of a a downer, a depressing state for me. And, and I wanted to bring myself back into the strength of knowing that I was helping somebody somewhere along the road with this custom harvesting industry that we have. And my thought that just kept nagging and nagging and nagging was doing something with and about the women involved in this industry. And, you know, sometimes when you're given those nudges, you just ignore them. Well, this one was just, I couldn't ignore it. So I began a Facebook page, which, like I said, started in June of 2016. And I'm thinking, okay, now I have this Facebook page. Now what am I going to do with this? So then the next thought was I was going to ask some of the ladies that I know in the industry if they would be willing to like give me some updates of what their days look like to sort of an education of what we do on a daily basis for other people to see what, what goes on with the custom harvesters. Um, It seems like when you think of a custom harvester, you think of the man, just like when you think of farming, you think of the man, but there's so much more that's in the background, which is done by the women that I really wanted to put the focus on that. So that's where it started, but it has evolved and has just changed so much since 2016. It's just really, really exciting and and fun to watch. In previous discussions, uh, you've said that Harvest Her is a modern-day digital quilting bee. Explain what you mean with that. A lot of times we seem to feel like we have to take on our world by ourselves. And I'm not sure where that all happened or, or why it happened, but I... I was involved with um, a quilting once, and it was just several of us ladies that sat around a a quilting frame, and every week we would come together, and not only were we sewing this quilt by hand, but we were there for each other, and we would talk about what was going on in our life at the time, and, you know, which kid was sick, and why this happened, and world problems. It all got taken care of right around that quilting frame. We don't have that these days, it seems. We don't have reasons that bring us together, especially weekly, to 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 share our lives with and build relationships with. 
So as I started to tell you about the harvester, how it started, it's evolved now into a a digital quilting bee where we definitely share our daily situations with social media. We've got an app that some of the ladies that we went to this retreat, there's not a day that doesn't go by that we don't share something. What are you learning or what have you learned in developing a community like this? Um, what I have learned is, is that, you know, the saying of no man is an island is definitely true. I mean, there, each one of us have our own crosses to bear, but when we've got somebody who can say, Hey, I've done that, or, you know, I know, I understand what you're going through that relationship that you've built, knowing that it's a safe place to talk about what it is that you're talking about and you're learning from somebody else, and the relationships that are built, you just learn that you don't have to do it yourself. It can be very isolated. It can be um, a situation where there may be several women in the campground that you know are there, but everybody is so involved in their own world and their own lives that sometimes you just don't take that time to knock on the door and get to know somebody. With our social media being the way that it is, um, you sort of develop friendships with people that you've never, ever met before. And when you have that opportunity then to say, oh, hey, I know so-and-so because of Harvester. You could walk across the parking lot, knock on the door, and feel like you've known this person forever. It's just a change because I don't, we just, we don't, as a, as a, we just don't have that reason, I guess, to have a relationship built when somebody lives in Canada or Montana or Nebraska, you know, you, you can't, you can't come together, but maybe once, one time a year, and you just don't develop those relationships. Social media tends to be able to allow you to do that more on even a daily basis. What's a typical day like for you when you go out and you're doing a custom harvesting uh, job? Is it the same every day? I mean, just kind of give us a quick little rundown. Typically, you know, every day is pretty much ruled by what the weather looks like. If the sun is shining, we're going to be working. If it's raining, of course, you're not doing anything. So on a day that would take us out to the field, um, generally, Jim gets up and he will do what needs to be done with getting fuel and and whatever parts and pieces that he needs to get ready for the day. And then while he's doing that, I get the lunch lunch is ready. And so since it's just the two of us, I try to fill the lunch boxes plenty full to get us through the entire day. And then once we get to the field, we're generally cutting wheat depending on the moisture at the dew we're we're usually cutting by about 10 in the morning and then the day just goes hopefully smooth enough that we're working until about 10 30 or so at night and that's that's our day we just finished our wheat harvest a, a couple of days ago and a lot of that was due to the rain that we had up here in Montana, so we didn't get to get as many days as we had hoped. So we're, we're getting equipment cleaned up and ready to head home now. But then once we get home, then there's still fall crops that need to be cut. So 
usually we're on the road with the harvest about 100 to 110 days, and then fall harvest generally most of October and November, September sometimes, but mostly October and November. So we're usually done with all of our harvest about the first part of December-ish. What are some of the projects that the Harvest Her women are working on right now, or, or what's going on at this time with Harvest Her? Right now, the biggest thing that we have working on is we I've, I've started the, the newest thing that really stood out in my thought was, I need to bring these ladies together. We need to have a reason to just get to really know each other. So uh, uh, I created a Harvest Her Wellness Retreat, and I've already got the third one scheduled for the end of March. And it's a limited, limited number of 20 women to come. And the gals who have been there for the past two years, they're really excited about being being together again in March. And I really think that that is something that somehow gets us through the tough days of harvest, knowing that we can kind of look forward to that time when we can just sit around in our pajamas and and talk about what it is that is on our hearts. But not only is it like a big sleepover, but I try to get speakers to come in and different um, activities for the gals to do. And so it's more than just a time together. It's like I said, it's it's like a wellness retreat. So we're working on that. Just getting through this 2019 harvest has been huge. Where do you hope to grow Harvest Her? What do you hope um, it becomes of, of the project and, and the community itself? Oh, that's a good question because I really don't know. I mean, from the very first sitting in front of the computer with an idea of putting a focus on the women in this industry to where it's at now, it's basically just kind of evolved from that to this. Um, what I hope is that it doesn't lose what we've got right now, and that is the community and the relationships. And to feel like there are women out there who could draw from some of the experiences or gain something from what they see, either on the Facebook page or the website or even the retreat. I don't want them to lose that specialness that it is right now because it it is a really great community and I don't want it to be to be just gone. What's the best piece of advice you'd ever received? The very best piece of advice I have ever received was from an older lady friend of mine who I I looked up to as um, a motherly figure and this happened to be told to me when my kids were much younger and I told her that I really felt like I needed to have her pray for patience for me. And she looked at me and she said, "Um, Tracy, I don't think that we should pray for patience because when you pray for patience, God's going to give you those trials. It's going to teach you patience. What you need to pray for is wisdom. And so that is what I pray for is wisdom. And I hope that in some way, I've been able to show somebody else a little bit of wisdom along the way. Is there anything else you'd like to say about Harvest Her or anything else you'd like to share about uh, yourself or the project we haven't talked about, Tracy? The women that are involved in this community are just, they're amazing. They are so much stronger than what they lead on. They, They offer advice to some of us that 
sometimes feel like that it's it's just it's I don't know for sure if I can put into words what I'm talking, but but the the closeness that we've built and the the ability to hold each other up is is outstanding. And if anybody feels like there's something that they're lacking, they need to check out the harvester community because I I think that it would be some place that they would feel very comfortable being a part of, and and it's just something that they can gain some info from. Once again, we've been visiting with Tracy Zarian with Zarian Harvesting. Engage is presented by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, the North Dakota Grain Growers Association, and Corteva AgriSciences. Catch other seasons of Engage at rrfn.com. I'm your host, Kara Hart, on the Red River Farm Network.